Chapter Four of Schopenhauer in the Air by Sadakichi Hartman. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo. Dreary wind-blown yellow meads. To D. W. Tryon, eighteen ninety-six. The light of an April afternoon sifted through the wind-torn edges of dark clouds, surging across a muddy sky and etched large arabesque on the straw-colored, breeze-stirred tufts of sedge densely covering the shore. The tumult of civilization lay far behind this wide and level landscape, where only on the horizon an outline rose, blotchy and confused, indicating village life. The smell of the brine was wafted across the scanty plains, but the sea itself was merely a silvery stretch in the distance. And on this peaceful, long-drawn afternoon, this barren, unfavored stretch of land lay in silent dread of the travails of spring, when everything in nature is reborn, good and bad alike. The dark figure of a lonesome wanderer stood amidst these pale yellow reeds, dreaming into the scene of desolation. From the soft pallor of his forehead, fluttered a stream of dark hair like a discord. The water of the marshes was running through his broken shoes, and the cold drew together his lean and shivering figure, and not a tree nearby to huddle close to for warmth. His attitude revealed an estrangement from the ordinary clan of humanity. He was so world-forlorn and world-weary, and yet so world-defiant as if he were one of the martyrs of humanity, in whom are concentrated all the aesthetic aspirations of a generation which hates him because he is thus nobly endowed. His thoughts roved aimless. Reminiscences rose ghost-like within him while he stared at the shifting patches of glowing light, determining in rhythmic motion the outline of shadows, tempered by lorn caresses of the wind until his eyes began to burn and the picture before him grew more indistinct. He searched in himself. There shimmered something bright and luring. Could he but grasp it? Alas, it proved too fleeting. When he began to realize it, it seemed to be an illusion. Ah, if he could garner it as his own, bestow it upon future generations, not with common words in a common way, as common rhymesters absolve their duties. A new style, vibrating luminous aromatic sounds, strangely fascinating in their fanatic beauty and mechanism of despair. His vision grew more and more unconscious of the outside world. It reflected the voluptuous luminescence of a dream. Substances became shadowy, and shadows grew substantial. A garden of fairyland lay before him in the magical flush of night, where white jeweled chaliced flowers glowed in flavorous fluorescence, and large fantastic fireflies, never beheld by earthly eyes, fluttered around colored lanterns strung beneath the foliage arches of luminant trees. And in the midst of all this glimmering mystic gaiety, without sounds and echoes, withering into uncertain darkness, stood in an attitude of hopeless consecration, ever leal to a hopeless fate, 
the pale phantom of a woman lithe and childlike with lips tremulous with weeping her black hair flooding in dark waves the diaphanous veils girt loosely around her hips and the soft nuances of dying flowers on her brow a soft wreath of stars shone cold and sad he tried to animate the spectacle with more radiating color but however ardently he groped amid the treasuries of his fancy and viscerated each evanescent emotion of his soul he could not find a more luminous diadem or a smile for her pallid face amid these vain endeavors the features of the dreamland scene and his beloved one became more and more blurred the lyrical weirdness and the sentiments of loneliness and awe around him touched his soul with faint indefinable accords it was as if his eyes opened for the first time upon that struggling light and shade upon those dreary wind-blown yellow meads the acrid smell of the sea-washed soil and the stillness of the distance under the far-stretching roof of the darkening heaven a picture in which nature was not dead but seemed to hold her breath calling forth in his soul faint tremors ethereal shimmering sounds that floated upwards then a vibrant pause a silence of suspension of the faint-hearted heaviness preceding creation abruptly the stillness was broken the mighty flapping of wings cut the air and a raven like a sinister warning from some super mundane realm a ghost from the walpurgis night ploughed through the dim senescent atmosphere slowly winged its way over the straw-coloured desolation and dominated the whole scene and the poet gazed after the apparition until it was lost like a dark spot on the horizon and the sound of its wing-beat had died away in the misery of his existence and the self-sacrifice of womanhood as the fiery undercurrents of his mind he conceived in one of those moments of ecstasy and pain ever barred to you philistines and which are worth a whole lost life the idea which gave to the world the raven end of jury wind-blown yellow meads